Welcome to episode 12 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast for sharing tips, apps, and gear for iPhone and iPad, along with other technologies that get us using iOS in fun, productive, and meaningful ways. I'm your host, Melissa Davis, and joining me as always is David Ginsberg. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing great, Melissa. So glad we're here for another episode. And uh, boy, I have a lot of going on this next week. I don't know about you, but I always it's, have exci- a lot going it's on, some but exciting times going on default. right now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah we got the we have the announcement coming up here soon and uh that's going to be on september 12th and i uh i'm going to be extremely busy because uh on saturday i have the uh suburban chicago apple users group of course that's coming back we've been on uh two three month hiatus is it yeah we haven't had now, is that going to be so the the keynote's going to be in the morning so you're going to watch that and you're going to have to like yeah. adjust all that well, I'm, start, I'm starting on Saturday be, first. Your brain's going to be ready to just explode by the time you get to the... But I, but I start on Saturday before it even Tuesday happens. Because <laughs> so, Saturday morning we do the the the, uh, the, the Apple user group. Uh, I'll be presenting there to, talking about uh, iOS 11, what to expect. So I have mm-hmm. to be do a pre-show <laughs> presentation uh-huh. on Saturday. And then, yes, of course, then we move on to Tuesday, September 12th, which I will be taking a day off because it's... It is a holiday, you know. It's yeah. a national holiday for us. <laughs> for, for, for us, so we have to celebrate uh, that. And I, I thought, well, since I have both the uh, reaction time episode, I'll be doing for Mike Potter and Gaz and, and Eric and myself of uh, doing the. Reactions. I can't behave myself on that. Uh, it's just hard. Podcast. Yeah, I know it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard to. I've tried it. I, I don't know how you do it. I just I can't. <laughs> it's a, it, it's a, it takes a skill, but uh, I've mm. I, I've done enough times now. I think I know what to expect. Now, when I did the first one, it was uh, it was. It was interesting, to say at least, because that was my first. Po- I think it was my actual first podcast I did too. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, we have that going on, and that'll go on for about two or two two and a half hours, and then uh, then I have to prepare Dang, myself long time, isn't it? for a uh, a my the Apple user groups uh, iPhone special interest group meeting. And I'll have that night, so I'll be feverishly putting together all my notes. And you better caffeinate. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be interesting, but hey, I love I love doing this stuff. That's why you you listen to us and and I uh, provide all the great info that uh, there is iOS and Apple and Dave's gonna be running up and down the stairs, yeah. the Rocky theme song, yeah. getting ready, getting pumped, <laughs> training for the event. Yeah, it's gonna. Be <laughs> and exciting, then you'll sleep so. for a week afterwards, right? I don't know about a week, but yeah, <laughs> maybe a day. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, that's what's going on with us with me anyway. I don't know if you had any exciting Apple things going on with you. Uh, I'm always steeped in something Apple related. I'm still, uh, well, not still. Again, I have a desk full of iPads that I'm right. uh, setting up for my pre-show. kids' school. They inherited some more from um, another level of a school. And, you know, I guess they were done with them or they must have moved on to some other hardware or yeah. Chromebooks or something like that. So then they were like, hey, um, can you take these and make them look like the other ones? I'm like, sure. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but that's a whole other story, right? <laughs> no, I, I do enjoy it. I yeah. mean, I got to be careful of what I wish for. I, I do enjoy it. I The geek in me, it just, it's, it's, it's part mother, part geek. They, they go together and like, I can't help it. And I just, yes, give me the babies. I will clean them up and fix them up for you. So I've been uh, enjoying Apple configurator too. And I've been mm, uh, supervising all these little <laughs> devices. <laughs> you are one of the few. And also, I'm the I'm the the mother of MDM. Some people are the mother of dragons. I am the mother of MDM right now. 
Spe- <laughs> speaking of Apple Configurator, just like, I just brought it up. Another topic I'm just thinking off the top of my head here as we get into sure. the show. Uh, last week, I actually attended, I, and I attended every year, uh, if you're familiar with Mac Tech, which is a, a more of an enterprise uh, side of uh, of technology for Mac and, and I have always wanted to go to that, but being yeah. self-employed, it makes it a little difficult. So well, I'll have thing to is, look vicariously through you. Good thing is that I get it paid for my, by my company. So. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they have different, the, the, the pro, the one-day sessions uh, around the country. They've, they've been reducing it to not as many cities this year. I mean, I think they cut out Dallas, and I don't remember other cities that cut out. The, it just wrapped up here. It was a, a couple weeks ago in uh, in August, and actually it was August 30th, so that was like last week uh, when we were recording this. And uh, ended up, and I also ended up seeing uh, Tom Schmidt. He he came down oh, from, from Minnesota, yeah. so uh, we got we had a we had a good time, sat together, and uh, learned a lot of uh, different things as far as support, and it was a lot of support stuff. So a lot of stuff you know, yeah. dealing with as far as that goes. But you mentioned that people that were all talking about deploying and using Apple Configurator, and everybody talking about how they cannot stand using Apple Configurator or so many other of the deployment tools that they use. They're more on an enterprise level, of course, which makes it right. Yeah. Less. But you kind of have to use it to get it into supervision mode. I mean, is there, uh, is there any other tool? There's other tools, but I won't get too deep into that because obviously mm, okay. this, <laughs> this show isn't to talk about those type of deep tools, but, but yeah, there's a, there are, there are other options out there. Um, but mm. uh, you, were, you were saying that and it's a, it's a, it's a great little conference for, for techie, really techie people. So, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, oh, it's the stuff I like to dig into. Yeah. Maybe if another episode we could, uh, we could dig into something like that to talk about, but I think our audience wants to hear about what's going on uh, with, um, iOS 11. And I think about the announcement, wouldn't you think? Well, yeah, but there is some there is something to be said for things like MDM, like Jamf and stuff. And it is something right. I would like to dig into in the future. Um, I just did sign up for a Jamf account. That's J A M F. I'll be going to the conference I'm next tinker month. Tinker with that. What's that? I will be going to their conference next month. Oh well, then I'll have to pick your brain about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just curious about how it might be. As we're gonna we're gonna dive into this soon, how it might be right. another way or maybe another option to sharing you know, iCloud and, right. and Apple IDs and all that kind of stuff. So it's just, it's just stuff I like to dabble in. Absolutely. I'm always looking for ways to help get people connected in families or, you know, groups of, of people using iOS together. So I think it relates. But uh, yes, let's, we'll get to that in just a moment, but let's, let's kind of talk a little bit about this, the event that's coming up. Uh, it's uh, one week from yesterday when we record this. So on September 12th. It's at, it's at uh, <laughs> 10 a.m. Pacific time. Which or is, six days, I should say. It's the sixth now, so it's in six days. Less than a week. Yep. And um, lots of speculation on what's going to get discussed. For sure, there's going to be new iPhones. I mean, that, that's been that's been the big push. Um, some sites are saying that it's the new version 8, uh, which is the top end, which will be the 10th anniversary, which will, you know, everybody complaining about it's going to be over $1,000. Um, for the base model, though, I mean, from, I hear people complaining about right. it being a thousand dollars, but the base isn't that model for like the top it, end. And that, yeah, that's the top end. I don't know if it's the top end. No, it probably isn't. It's probably like sixty-four gig or you know maybe two fifty-six. Mm. Uh, then they're talking about there'll be a you know maybe there'll be a seven S and a seven S plus. Or mm. another thing I heard too was it also could be the eight and the eight S, which would be the the two low end models, and they'll call the new one the edition. Meaning Which be, still will make all of us people with OCD twitch a lot because how <laughs> dare they skip numbers? Well, look what they did with the other the, the new iPad. You know the iPad. Well, really, it's the five, fifth generation, but it's just called iPad. 
Mm-hmm. So getting even more nomenclatures are hard, man. I know it drives you crazy. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, so uh, and uh, so that's I think that's what's going to be talked about as far as iPhones. Very, I would doubt very much that there would be any discussion about um, um, the iPad that that are, that was already in the last uh, uh, the last one. And uh, I believe uh, Apple TVs. They're talking about a 4K version of the Apple TV. That's. Do you think it's going to be predominantly iPhone and Apple TV as far as hardware is concerned? I think so. Um, the HomePod probably will get discussed too. I bet because mm-hmm. that's that's obviously they when during the session back in June they 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 gave us a sneak peek, but it. Uh, only has the um, it only it, it, it was it was said to be uh, ready to be released in in December, uh, mm. so I'm sure the holidays. Uh, yeah, right for the holidays. So I'm sure that's going to get discussed as well as uh, um, maybe the iPad, the iMac Pro might get mentioned a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised because uh, mm. no that, love for Mac Minis. Yeah, I don't. It's not looking pretty for the Mac Mini. I know. I'm not really holding out hope for it much anymore. Yeah, and then of course the uh, the OS iOS 11 is coming out. Uh, definitely, will I bet will get uh, announced to be released um, uh, on on uh, Tuesday. I've been running it for a little while now. I've got the the beta beta nine, beta ten is out uh, for the developers. Uh, I can tell you, Melissa, I'm loving it. It's it's got yeah. a lot of great uh, things. I've been running it since uh, I decided to do it. Finally, I bit the because you know, normally I don't put it on my production devices. I know. Still haven't put it on my oh. iPhone yet, my, my primary iPhone. Um, wow, you're getting bold. <laughs> no, I have not done that yet. <laughs> oh, you haven't done that no, yet? No, I have okay, not. You're, you're ready to... I have it on, account. as you remember, Macstock, I, I had uh, had it on a uh, iPhone SE that I have. So, right, okay. So I've been running it on that. Um, but uh, the iPad is just amazing. And, you know, we'll get deep into it, obviously. And, and your iPad Pro. The iPad Pro, right, 10.5, yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll we'll get deep into that uh, probably in another episode uh, to, to really all the great things that it has. I mean, just the multitasking, be able to be able to move things around. I'm still I'm still learning it myself because I hadn't have a lot of time to spend with it. I know uh, I'm gonna have to catch up because I'm ready to pounce on an yeah. iPad. I'm just kind of waiting. You know what I mean? I wanna yep. want to make sure that everything's been announced before I jump on that. Are you gonna get just a, the straight iPad? Yeah, I'm just going to get the regular iPad. There's, yeah. I, I've been looking at it, and I just I can't really – the iPad Pro is just a little bit overkill for, for our needs here in the house. You sure. know what I mean? Because mostly the kids use it. I mean there's basically two main reasons that I'm considering an iPad. And first and foremost, it's for business. I mean I, right. I really – I eat my own dog food, so I need to have something that can run <laughs> iOS 11. And I don't – all I have is my iPhone, and my husband, luckily his is a 5S, so it just meets yeah. the cutoff. After that, you know – you can't run iOS 11 on anything uh, older than a 5S. That's the cutoff for those devices. And my current iPad is a fourth gen. So I think that's cut off. It is time. It is time to upgrade the iPad. So now the kids, at least, you know, one of them will get a dedicated older iPad. And, you know, because of what I do, I do need to keep older devices around. I, I do have to dabble in both worlds. I have to have something new and I have and current sure. and I have to have something that it is at least a version or two uh, behind because I still have people that that are lagging. So I right. always keep a bunch of old stuff around. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to upgrade the iPad. But, yeah, when it really comes down to it. It's basically for business so that I can grok the interface and for my kids to play on because then they play all the educational apps and, you know, there's a wealth of educational apps and and stuff that they can do on an iPad. 
instead of me having to constantly hand over my phone. <laughs> so right. it really is more of a family device. Um, so yeah, uh, a couple things I'll throw out right away. And I've talked about them in the past is the dock is just amazing. I mean, it just, the, the apps are right there. You open mm-hmm. up apps or remembers the last apps you use. So you don't have to go hunting back for it. If you don't have it bookmark somewhere, um, screenshot, screenshots are just incredible. You're absolutely. That's gonna, what I cannot wait for. That is probably one it. of the biggest things I, that I'm itching to do because right. just about every day I get a, you know, a question from a client or something and I go to answer it. And of course my way of answering is visual. A lot of times it's, right. it's take a screenshot of something within the iOS operating system, something that they have a question on and I'll use my annotation tools and I'll circle things and point to things and, and point it's things right out. And each time I do it, I keep thinking to myself, Oh, I wish this could be a little mini movie that I could send, you know, as a gift or something. Yep. So really itching for that. I mean, just, just what I did a little while ago in our, in our show notes for showing family sharing, which we'll talk about. Um, I did that, did that in within a matter of seconds. I just screenshotted the, the, the window we wanted to look at and I, was able to immediately get to the edit the edit tools and cropped it down. I could have circled things, marked things up, point things just like you like you like to do, and mm-hmm. be able to do that. So you, you're able to do that. This the the screen recording stuff is going to be uh, that's in that, that's available too, and that's uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be amazing. It just it, it, and we went through all that too. So uh, it just uh, just. I can't wait. I think it's, uh, I, I really got to get up to speed because it's hard, but you know, there's a lot of great information out there with, uh, with videos and, um, people that are doing stuff with the beta stuff. So it's not a secret what's, what's, what's out there now. So, um, so yeah, cause it kind of used to be, didn't it? I mean, no, used to be a not. lot of the stuff was behind closed curtains and not anymore. Now if there's the public for... beta, you can, you can freely talk about this stuff. So it's not, it's not going to affect yeah, no more NDAs and things like that. Well, there's kind of NDAs like, you know, any of the stuff that I'm that I'm doing because I have a developer account, um, you, uh, I just as long as I know it's being talked about on uh, beta nine, I'm not worried about it because that's the public beta. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's public, it's public. They know that, and they know that people are going to talk about it. So there's so limitations. Remind us where we're at now. Where are we at with betas right now? It's beta ten in uh, the the developer. It just came out actually uh, earlier today. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so is there a pattern for that? Like once we get to beta 10, does that mean that it's, we're getting ready for gold master? I, is that I, the next step? I feel confident every, every time I've, I've been on the beta program for a long time. Um, when it's within a le- less than a week before the announcement uh, that you know that they announced the new version to be released, I'm pretty confident that they'll be, they're very close. And this is actually the most betas they've done on oh. um, all previous versions that they have never done 10 betas at once um, in, oh, in one, okay. one revision. So, uh, but there potentially could be another one coming up before, before Tuesday. I, I would tend to doubt it unless they find some bug fixes they have to release. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this is uh, to me, I'd say by this weekend, my iPhone's probably going to have, uh, <laughs> have the mm-hmm. version on there before, before Tuesday. And, and I would venture to say that that version would probably, if not be the gold master would, would be very close, you know, within, within a version. So you think you're pretty sure they're going to announce that, you know, go get it today or go get it, you know. They usually some, do some that. I've, I've seen them do it in the past, uh, Apple, um, where they said iOS 11 is available today. Mm-hmm. And, and right. they've done that in, pa- in past in past uh, announcements. Um, last September, I think they did it with iOS uh, with iOS 10. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, they're they're pretty they're they're pretty solid when it comes to to doing that stuff. So. They're pretty good about under promising and over delivering. Yeah, I would say that. So, 
Uh, but I'm excited, and uh, we'll definitely uh, definitely will be talking about it uh, next week after the uh, uh, after the announcement. Yeah, we'll see how brave I get if I'm going to actually install it on my iPhone on my well, main squeeze. I usually do because, like I said, I eat my own dog food, so I usually do it because I released, have to anticipate I, the clients are going to be calling me because yeah. a lot of them end up, you know, as much as Apple does their hand-holding bit, you'd be surprised how many people have gotten roped into it and like, what have I done? Right. <laughs> I get these calls and texts and why does it look like this? I'm like, eh, yeah, you ran the update. <laughs> so uh, before we get into the family sharing, and that's going to be a big topic to discuss probably a good chunk of the rest of the show. Um, I did find an article and I think some people may have seen this, uh, the, the support art, uh, the support document, there was a 22 page document that actually got leaked on the, on the internet uh, showing uh this was actually published by Apple, you know, unofficially, not not to the public. It got, it got leaked, um, showing what uh, what things, what iPhones they will do as far as repairs under warranty, uh, covering what they'll cover and what they won't cover. I don't know if you've had a t- chance to take a look at that, but yeah, um, I did. Um, this came out like last week, sometime. Yeah, some some recently, I and I was looking over because I was very curious about it. But they said, you know, eligibility for warranty service. We have it in the show notes, so you'll be able to see actually what it's showing. So. It does show things with that's eligible, like they see debris under the glass or pixel abnormality. Uh, I've seen that camera be uh, misaligned. Uh, they do. They say do say a single hair crack in the front glass without point of impact. So, well, I mean, I looked at this and it seemed like stuff that made sense to me. It, yeah. it didn't seem like a huge surprise. I, I don't know why it was made such a big deal out of it because that kind of stuff seems like uh, manufacturing defects to me. Right. So, I mean, then you go down to the, the other part of the of the page, and it says not in, that's eligible for uh, out of warranty service, liquid damage. Mm-hmm. Duh, of course, mm-hmm. yeah, it's right. not, not their fault. But you know, Apple has they they uh, they tell you that it's that, you know it's at their discretion. You know, sometimes they have done stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see the bending. <laughs> that, right. <laughs> that was that was a problem, I think, with the phone itself. And then I think Apple never admitted that it was a problem. Uh, but that would be kind of strange. Oh, I got so upset when that was made into like this whole gate thing, yeah. this whole bend gate thing. Bend I was like, gate. oh my God, yep. people, there was nine. There were like, there was some report that there was right. nine phones that it happened to. Come on. And it was um, made such a big deal out of it. Yeah. You it, think there was more? It was, no, no, they were making a huge deal out of it. It was crazy. Yeah. But most of this out of warranty stuff, I mean, this, this to me makes it well worth purchasing the Apple care on it because, uh, uh, you, I think you either pay you pay ninety nine dollars for the Apple Care, and if it's if it's accidental damage, I think you have to pay ninety nine dollars um, uh, to uh, to have it replaced. Yeah, there's I I dug on that a while ago, and I need to revisit that, and maybe we should talk about that in a future episode about right. which of the warranties are the best bang for your buck because it's not the answer depending on it's a very personal choice, and it right. just depends on on you as a, a user, um, which is the best bang for your buck. And it's not always Apple care right. is what I found in researching it and digging and digging. I've always used square trade. Um, but the problem yeah. is like, I've never actually had to use it. <laughs> so that's a good thing. And I hope it stays that way. Yeah. But, um, I've always, in, in all the research that I've done over the years, it used to be, and, and again, I don't know if this is the case anymore and, you know, I'm coming up on probably, um, expiration time soon anyway, because it's soon time to get a new, a new iPhone. So right. that's something I have to revisit every two years. <laughs> well, we I mean, look into. I, I've always bought the Apple care. So it's like I said, it, uh, that's probably a, a good topic for another, sh- uh, another show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we should dig into that. 
Um, so um, why don't we dig into the sharing of the cloud? I know you were really <laughs> uh, gung-ho to talk about this, and that's great because I know a lot of people have um, have issues, and, and we talked about uh, uh, having to create two separate uh, uh, Apple IDs and a lot of other stuff. So why don't you kind of jump in here, tell me what your th- what your thoughts were on the setting up family sharing and then obviously well, some, some issues with iOS 11. So we touched on it a little bit last episode. I, I always challenge people to, well, as Apple says, think different, think differently, you know. Um, right. Don't always just use an app for its intended use. There, there are other ways that you can use things. And so I've always thought that way. And um, for the longest time, like we talked about in other episodes, I've had – his, hers, and ours, you know, and then our individual accounts. And it's, and it's just right. kind of been that way. And I've been really, really getting tempted and curious about family sharing. And so I've just been thinking about this and thinking about this and thinking about this. And then when I heard that in iOS 11, you're supposed to be able to share iCloud uh, space, then that got me even more excited about it. So it's, it's brought me even closer to the edge. Like, hmm, should I really do this? Um, the jury is still out though. So that's why I'm really excited about the event on September 12th and I'm going to be glued to my Apple TV <laughs> watching it, waiting to see if they say anything. Now, of course there's a chance that they, they may not say anything at all. We may have to read the fine print, but I'm, I, you'll see in the show notes, I, I'm going to be posting links to the knowledge base articles and the help articles that are out there right now. And so what we're going to be looking for is to look at, if you scroll to the bottom of these, there will always be a date of when it was published or when it was updated last. And so those dates is what's something I'm, I'm going to be looking at to see if there are any changes to that. Um, so, so as it stands right now, in order to be able to use family sharing, you need to have a device that can run iOS 8 or later. So my my personal thing, so if you want to use this as an example, as you're looking at your own families and your own devices, my kids are little and, I mean, they're just, it doesn't warrant getting them a big fancy brand new iPhone or anything. So they have hand-me-downs and they are using an iPhone 4S. They each have one. We got one of those deals where you could get like a 99 cent one. It was a little eight gigabyte version. Right. So, you know, it's basically like an iPod is, is what they are. They're not phones. They don't have activated SIM cards in them, but they're really handy devices for them. And, you know, my, my son's getting to be that age where he can be left at home alone if he's out from school sick and, you know, we test it out, make sure that it still dials 911 and um, he can do FaceTime calls with it when he's on Wi-Fi. They're still very capable, very usable, worthwhile devices. They're not something that I mean, they're not paperweights. You know what I mean? They're we definitely use them. The kids use them pretty much each and every day. We have a kiddo that's you know in middle school now and we're thinking about um actually giving him a cell phone, like actually activating a SIM card soon. And Mm -hmm. the question is going to be, well, is he going to get dad's hand-me-down 5S to take that to school? Or is that going to be like his home device that he uses, you know, for for play and and for stuff at home? And are we going to give him the 4S? You know what I mean? Because he's at that age where like if it gets lost, I'd rather it be the 4S than the 5S. You know what I'm saying? So these are all things that we need to consider. There's still lots of older devices out there. Dave, you pointed to an article that talked about, or I guess it was uh, something on Apple where they talk about the adoption rate. Where was that? So Mm -hmm. according since July 28th, as of July 28th, um, iOS 10 has an adoption rate of 87% and iOS 9 is 10% of the pie and earlier is 3% of the pie. So, of course, obviously, that's a significant amount 
of the devices out there, of course, are using iOS 10 because Apple makes it really easy to upgrade, except for those that smaller margin of devices. So I'd venture to guess that that little portion of the pie that are devices that are running iOS 9 are probably art older hardware. I don't think that there are people walk that many people walking around out there. I mean, even my clients that are older, they know how to upgrade their iPhones and and do incremental updates along with upgrades. It's it's really been made easy. Like I was saying earlier, sometimes they actually do it by accident and then they get a little spooked by it. <laughs> so it's really easy to upgrade. So I I venture to guess that 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 piece of the pie probably represents families like mine where you've got little kids that have a hand um hand-me-down devices or even like older adults that might have a hand-me-down device that they don't need the latest and greatest thing. So that's probably right. what what's represented there. Um, so when it comes to iCloud sharing and family sharing, and these are two separate animals right now. So if you've been like me and you've been looking in the Apple community discussion forums, which I recommend, I'm going to put links to it in the show notes, is a really great place to find information. Um, you can look up questions and it's one of these online communities where most people have the same or a very similar question. Mm -hmm. And when you go in there and you look up the topic of family sharing, you will see that for months and even years, people have been asking the same questions and just different variations. And the question has been, when can I share my iCloud storage with my family? And up until iOS 11, you have not been able to do that. You can share music and movies and apps and I think even some certain um, subscriptions, but you can't share ringtones, I think, is one thing that has lopped off the list. Um, and iCloud, up until iOS 11, you couldn't share. But that is changing. And so a lot of people are going to be rejoicing for the ability to be able to share iCloud. Right. So I'm in a situation right now where, like, my husband doesn't use a lot of storage. He's been pretty okay with the 5 gigabyte, uh, the freebie version, he, I mean, there's been a few times where we have had to offload pictures and videos and things like that, but we've been able to do it. I mean, we pretty much, we live lean. I know Dave, you're always talking about your, your, your problem <laughs> with storage and, and, and drives. And I have lots of friends, um, <coughs> Kevin, that, uh, have issues <laughs> where they're addicted to buying drives all the time. <laughs> and I'm in a situation where I am just about, I, I swear to God, it's been, it's going to be like one of those those nerdy posts where you take a picture of your odometer reading on your car. When I get to like 50,000 or like maybe 49,999 pictures, I'm going to take a picture of it, Dave, and I'm going to send it to you <laughs> <laughs> when I get to that upper limit of that 50,000 because I'm, I'm close to it now. And as a lot of people know already, I just got a puppy. And so that is just about ready right. to push me over to the edge of the 50,000 mark with pictures but even before, even prior to reaching that mark, I've had to upgrade to the two terabyte iCloud storage. Okay. So I've been pushed, you know, just over the edge. And now I'm looking at this, you know, how they, it shows you the progress or the, you know, the the bar that shows you all of the, the data that you're storing. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I just got to do it. I just got to bite it. I'm going to have to pay that $10 a month or whatever for that two terabyte. But of course, I'm not using all of it. And I really don't plan to use that much of it. I mean, I might maybe stick some more movies in there or something, but I want to get more bang for my buck. I want to make sure that this is going to be a good value, not just for me, but for our family. So I'm looking at that big bank of cloud storage space right now. And that's what's gotten me itching to find out about this. Like, hmm, here I've got one of my kids, you know, so out of the four of us, there's my husband and my two sons. 
my one, my older son and I are the ones that are the storage hogs. And he's a student, you know, of course he's starting to do more stuff. Of course I always, he has Google apps for education. He has that kind of stuff for school, but I always have him make up a backup copy in his iCloud. Well, now his iCloud's full (laughs) and he likes to take a lot of pictures and I encourage that, you know, he's a budding photographer. So now I'm in a situation where, hmm, I've got two terabytes and I've got one kiddo out of the, you know, the, the other remaining three family members that needs a little bit more than five gigabytes. So I'm kind of loath to spend another dollar a month just for <laughs> one when I have this huge amount of space. Right. So can you, can you feel my pain here, Dave? No, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, it's always been a challenge. And we've talked about this before, just, you know, separating your, your accounts and, and having to get everybody their own iCloud storage, which is crazy. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I have it right now, whereas my wife has her own iCloud storage and I have my own. And now I'm going to, I mean, why am I paying for that? Well, I can right. just move all of her, move her over onto the same ID. What I may do is just uh, get rid of one of her, um, one of the uh, Apple IDs I have now that uh, that shares it, and she, or, or we just put it in the shared instead of her having yeah. it dedicated. See, that's what I'm trying to keep hash it out. Separate, so keep, why... keep it a separate, because for yeah. years and years and years, I mean, I'm going back iOS seven, probably iOS eight. I would always have two separate Apple IDs. I would always have one for um, for uh, uh, for purchasing, that's what I do mm-hmm. for for the App Store, the iTunes Store, and that, and then we share that. And then right. we, we we have the uh, we have two separate Apple IDs, which are iCloud IDs, uh, mm-hmm. that are just strictly for backups and just syncing. So so it syncs right. the contacts, it syncs the calendar, because so many families deal with the fact that they they sync over i mean there are people getting their own they're getting text messages and getting in trouble too yeah i've I've seen that happen i've worked with husband and wife teams where you know this becomes an issue where they want to share one apple id across two devices and and sometimes now it's three because now you figure they have one mac between them right a lot of times and they'll they might have like two user accounts or they'll have one user account. I mean, it just depends on, it's all very holistic, I always say, and it's very needs-based, but I've sliced it and diced it so many different ways. I, I still wish, I don't have an answer for everybody. There's no way to have one answer for everybody. But um, that's why I want to touch on, so there is a sale going on an app. I know this is further down in our show notes, but sure. this makes me crazy and it makes me feel like I need to make a mind map of it. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever get the itch to yeah. do that? You're just like, I can't make sense of this all. I need to visualize it. I need to like draw pictures and I need to like scribble on napkins and stuff. Well, there's an app that I, that I really like on iOS that's called MindNode, And I've been itching to try it on the Mac and it finally went on sale. So if you go to our show notes, you'll be able to see a link for it. And this isn't an affiliate or anything. We don't nope. get anything out of this, but it's just something I want to share that, um, normally, so MindNode four for iOS is nine 99 and then MindNode two for Mac OS is on sale for $19.99. So you can get, the reason why I say get them both is because then you can work between the two devices. And supposedly, I mean, David, St- David Sparks talks about it all the time. Mm-hmm. I hear other people talk about it and I've been so wanting to play with this. And now that I have it on both devices, I can really dig in. So I can start some thoughts on my iPhone and then finish them up on my Mac and then, you know, show it up on my big screen and then I can, you know, go back and forth between the devices. So have you had a chance to play with this app at all? I have not. I want to, um, take a look at this actually. It looks interesting. Um, the, uh, yeah, being organized does, does, does really 
this really this what this could help you. Just kind of give visual representation. I may even tell my wife about it too, because it, it just <laughs> keeps it keeps uh, keeps things organized. She's in, and she's a visual learner too. So um, it, yeah, she it, might it, like it. You'll just, have to let me know if she if she digs it or not, because uh, yeah, I want to dig in on this. And I I always do this whenever I'm trying to make a really big decision. It's it's you know because this is not a this is something that's a huge commitment because there are caveats when it comes to family sharing. Like for example, you can't, you can join a family, but then if you change your mind, I think you can only do it like once every year or something like that. Right. There's, there's stuff in the fine print. Again, we have to revisit that after the announcement and see if they're going to make any changes to any of that kind of stuff. Well, so I would think they're going to have to make changes because um, the older devices are not going to have the files app. That's for sure. Right. Uh, iCloud Drive is supposed to go away, and that's what the file, Files app is replacing. So mm-hmm. I would hope with the announcement they would say, okay, for those devices on older OSs that are using uh, like you know, iOS 10 and later and, and earlier who have access, still have access to iCloud Drive, they could continue to use that. Um, but mm-hmm. they won't be able to. Uh, they won't be able to obviously take advantage of the files app, and that's where I think they need to clarify that for as far as sharing goes. Yeah, it's always been a that. big issue. People wanting to be able to share their iCloud uh, storage, and it's and rightfully so. Why should we be paying all this extra money for multiple places to share? I mean, it's just like having a. A, a centralized NAS in, in your in your in your home, and you're sh- and you're sharing files that way. I mean, th- th- Apple should be allowing it, uh, everybody to be able to do this with their with their other devices too. I mean, with iOS. Well, devices, and think for about sure. how far they've come. I mean, they've come a long way from the days of. Oh my God, mobile me. Dot. What is it? Mobile me, and <laughs> what was Mac it before and, that? Yeah. I I disk. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I disk, and I, mean, I, I still have my, I still have the original Mac.com email address. Uh-huh. Um, so yep. I mean, I have all of them. <laughs> I mean, they all right. go to the same email. So, you know, they had Mac.com. Uh, we just kept gobbling up again. Someday, someday yeah. it'll work <laughs> and we'll be able to rely on it. Well, and so, I think those days are, are coming, you know. I yeah, mean, it's no, been pretty Apple's reliable. Doing a, I've been doing a good job. With, They've been doing a good, with a good job. With OS Sierra, I'm, I'm using iCloud Drive and I'm really right. enjoying it. And I think I just uh, ran across something. I need to go dig it up. But I think I read something recently that we'll be able to use – now, what should I say, files or iCloud Drive? I mean, we'll be able to actually share links just like you can on Dropbox. Right. Or I guess that is coming, right? It, it's right. not there now. No, it isn't. But I, I mean, I, you know what? Actually, no, that may not be true because actually I've been, I was on Face, I've been on Facebook and someone was actually sharing their, um, uh, they were doing some lists of, of equipment, uh, old Macs or what the current models are. Um, and he did a number. He did a numbers um, spreadsheet, and he and mm-hmm. he did share it with um, uh, with iCloud because he used to send the link within Facebook, and all you had to do was uh, click it, and it opened it up right into iCloud. So I think you still can do you can do uh, links now. Yeah. Okay. It just it seemed like you couldn't do it like you could in Dropbox, and now I think right. no. I mean, it's gotten better for sure. Right. I mean, it's it's definitely it's, a lot it's better much more than of a contender yeah. than it used to be. Yeah. For sure. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, I think it would make sense to, I don't know. I mean, do you, do you think they're going to kill iCloud Drive? I mean, that's what the rumor is. I just was kind of reading some stuff as we were talking here. Um, even when I went to iMore.com, uh, they're, they're always one of the de facto places to find out about stuff. Um, mm-hmm. th- when they originally did the review um, of, of iCloud in iOS 11 back in, in June, um, Susie Ochos, uh, Ochos um, did it. Um, she wrote up the article and they said 
for sure, the Files app is going to replace iCloud Drive. I mean, it says iCloud Drive app is going to be completely gone. Mm-hmm. And in mm-hmm. its place, is going to be the new Files app, which shows all your files stored in iCloud as well as third-party But iCloud, the ser- iCloud Drive as a service, will that stick around? It might not be an app. If the service still sticks around, it would be hard to say because uh, I would think that um, – uh, it it would have to be because of the older devices. I mean, you know, people aren't going to switch over to, from iOS 10 right away. Uh, some right. Adi- some devices are good about letting us keep stuff for a little yeah, while. Yeah, like I say, we go we'll, we'll review the uh, the minimum requirements of, of iOS 11 in a minute here. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the iPhone 5s is going to be the, the the farthest you can go back now on the iPhone, um, which is pretty pretty cool. For considering. iOS 11 at least. Yeah, for mm-hmm. iOS 11, right? Because iOS 11 is the only going to be the only one that allows um, uh, the the Files app. Um, mm-hmm. So, but the iCloud Drive app, from what they say, is going to go away because the Files apps. All, not only is it going to work with iCloud Drive, but it'll also work with third party services like Box and Dropbox and OneDrive, and even Adobe Creative Cloud and, and Google Drive will be part of the Files app too. So they're finally getting smart because they know people are using these file sharing systems and then they, they aren't just using iCloud. And why not? I, why, why not combine all of your file sharing? I mean, I got I got 100 gigabytes of space for Google. I mean, I've got I use Box. I got a 50 gigs of free space there. You know, Dropbox. I, yeah, have I about definitely 20 don't want to put so. all my eggs in one basket. I no, mean, I but it's just one place you can go to and be able to, to be able to, to get to them. Versus having to go out because I mean they're trying to create the experience of it being one file, one files app that you can get to all your files and be able to drag and drop. I mean, mm-hmm. ultimately they want to make the iPad, you know, the, the potentially to be your replacement computer. And this this is a one of the steps in the right direction of being able to manage all your files uh, very easily um, through 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 the sharing, and being able to do this with family sharing is going to be even bigger. The bigger things now you guys can share all your files amongst yourselves with folders that can be distinguished between family members. It's going to make it what a lot easier. What do you think the HomePod fits into all this then uh, too? HomePod's going to be a whole other thing. I mean that 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 mm-hmm. that's going. I mean. Honestly, I think Apple's a little late to the game on that because because of uh, of Amazon. You know, Amazon with the well, Amazon Echo. They may be a little bit late hard. to the game. I mean, they may have you know had this churning in in the, oh, the coffers for a long, long oh, time. I'm sure they have. I always maintain that. I I personally don't view it as them being late to the game. I always think that Apple sits and waits and watches yeah. everybody else sure. get it out there and screw it up, and then they <laughs> polish it. And then they release it. And you know, it's Apple not necessarily fans. a copy of it, <laughs> but they do it right. <laughs> uh, no, do you I want agree. it done now or do you want it done right? Is no, what we would say. I agree. So, I mean, in itself, I think this is going to be huge. And I, I be interesting to see when they make the final announcements, because obviously there is no there are no articles out there as of yet that. Right, and that's what I've been digging for. So that's why I feel like I need to make a mind map of all my thoughts because, like, I've been trying to do it in text, like, in our notes. And, of course, you know, these are just kind of notes between you and I and all home, you know, simplify it for for our audience. But there's all these things that I need to consider that I want other people to be thinking of of also. So, for example, I mean, there's a lot of people that are just like us out there that have a his or hers or, you know, you've got one account and then you've got another account, and then you, you share one Apple ID between the two of you just for purchases. So I want people to be thinking about and, and even give us feedback on that too. What are sure. your thoughts? when? What happens when you decide to sign up for family sharing? Which Apple ID do you make 
the family organizer. So that's that's a vocabulary term. That's it's called the organizer. Right. It's kind of like the godfather, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or the godmother. Which which of those accounts do you deem the organizer? That's my first hurdle that I need to get through. Okay. I need to figure out which one is going to be the organizer. So have you thought about that at all? I mean, do you think that your shared account would be the organizer and then you would enlist? Because that's one option I thought about. Again, it needs to go on a mind map, but I need to, to I need to oh. chill on it for a while. But if we start out with the shared account that we've been using all this time as the organizer, then we enlist ourselves as family members. Right, because what happens is... Not children, is, but as, as family members. What happens is those those other accounts don't have apps uh, linked to them. So uh, how are you going to share all those all apps? Because all the apps have been purchased by the shared account. Correct. That's what I'm saying. So if I started out my new family sharing as me being the organizer, I'm not the one as per, that has actually purchased the apps. The shared account has. I think you just answered your own question. I think what you will what we'll end up having to do is, and I'm, I might play around with it. I, I've been very, very hesitant to mess with family <laughs> sharing just for I know, the sure for reason of it because I worry so it's going to get about. so screwed up. Uh, but I would think that my my purchasing account would be the place to start it as the uh, the initiator, as the organizer, as the organizer, and then let That's what the I'm other. Thinking. So I can I could play with it and say, okay, my my iCloud account, which is my which is my iCloud uh, backup account, uh, and as well as my wife's, um, you we could have those be the family sharing, and then just the primary account hand, takes takes those in. So then now the apps the can organizer. be yeah the organizer right so then those mm-hmm. apps can continue could could easily be uh, shared without a problem and you know mm-hmm. you know obviously I'm not going to be duplicating and songs and songs too with movies. Apple Music Apple Music is the other thing because I use you don't have Apple because I have Apple Music and it has to be on right. that yeah, we primary never, account that's a little bit out of our budget for, no, for our family because we have so many people but yeah so we've just purchased songs I mean the kids are starting right, right. to get an interest in music. So we just have purchased songs. So that's something that we would lose if we went with like me as the organizer. Right. So, yeah, so that's tricky. That could be um, tricky. And then, and then this, the same thing with music that if some, some people have iTunes match still, um, mm. you won't be able to share songs that weren't, that aren't available in iCloud or, or available on the music store. Uh, right. And I don't think ringtones get shared either. Right. Right. So, so there still are some very individual things that, that don't get shared no matter if you're in a family or not. Um, and I think ringtones is one of those sticky things where I wish they'd fix that because I've, I've run into problems where people have gotten new devices or something and their ringtones didn't transfer and they had to like right. repurchase them. I hope they fix that. That would be really nice if they fix that. There's always that hope. Um, hmm? So there's always that hope. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll be watching the keynote to figure out to see if they it's probably going to be one of those like quick slides that somebody's going to hopefully take a screen capture of where they, (laughs) you know, they might talk about the system requirements. We might see what gets lopped off, you know, at the back end. So I'm going to be looking for that. I'm going to be checking these knowledge base articles to see if the dates change, see if they, they update that information. I'm going to be looking to see what kinds of things you should consider if you do want to make the leap just solely for the reason of being able to share your iCloud right. with with family members. I mean, that's kind of the big push to get. And, and it could be that maybe they're doing this because they want more people on family sharing accounts. I don't know. Um, I mean, it just seems like maybe maybe it's uh, an oversight on their part that so many people have been living like we have where you've got 
basically between just a, one married couple, you've got three Apple IDs. And then that's not including like if you have a, like me, I have my personal Apple ID and then I have my business Apple IDs. Right. <laughs> There's so many Apple IDs out there. So it could be it could be an effort to try to maybe simplify things for people. I don't know. Um, but it's going to be a welcome change so long as it fits. <laughs> so that's so that's something to consider is which of your think very carefully before you commit to it, because it is a commitment it that's is. going to be really hard to back out of once you do commit to it. Um, think about which of your Apple IDs you want to to deem the organizer. And then another thing for me, I know you don't have this issue, but I've got two little kids and, you know, they were born a long time before the whole, you know, COPPA where you had to be 13 in order to sign up for accounts and stuff. So, right. of course, you know, I'm not a terrible parent, but of course I lied about their ages so that I could create <laughs> Apple IDs for my kids. You know, it's it's not it's I don't know. I don't think it's bad parenting or anything. It's just no. you do what you got to do, you know, because otherwise they you can't without a family plan, you can't create accounts for them. Right. So you have to, there's no other choice but to lie about their ages. So you have to make them over 18 or whatever the age is, over 13 it is. So if I do this, then another decision that I have to make is, do I want to keep my kids at their lied about ages or do I really want to harness all of the parental controls? So I had to, you know, kind of decide, I'm going to have to look at all these, these things. Do I want Apple to parent my children? Or do I, I want to continue parenting my children or, you know, do I want to have, you know, where's going to be, where's going to be the balance between those two things. So I'll probably start out by just keeping their ages as not their actual ages. Um, and then I might decide that I may want to do that because I mean, up until now, I mean, they're, they're seven and 11, um, up until now I haven't really had to, I haven't had that need, right? but as they do get older, I do start to feel the need of, yeah, I think I do want some more parental controls. Although when you roll your own, you kind of have like your own granularity that you can apply to it. Yep. So that's something that I'm going to have to think about. And if I do decide to change their ages, that's something I can't back out of. I'm not, once I, once I make the decision, I have to commit to it. And I'm going to have to wait until I enroll them as family members to be able to even change their ages because otherwise you can't you can't do it. So that's something I want people to think about, too. If you have if you're listening and you have a family, what are the details of all those accounts? You know, get all your ducks in a row and make sure that you understand what it is that you're signing up for. Yeah. Um, so I was you, know, uh, you remember you just mentioned a little bit ago about the that that always that pesky slide that they put up with all those features that they're going to have and they don't explain it. And, not, and then mm -hmm. you have to do a screenshot of it so you can see it later. <laughs> so uh -huh. I'm, I'm looking at it at the slide. They actually put it on iMore back when back in the June announcement for iOS. Uh -huh. And a couple things I do see here. It's, it does says it does say iCloud family storage plans and also says uh as I mentioned, we talked about music, iCloud family Apple music integration. Uh, and then what was the other one? It said uh, unified iCloud drive trash. So if something gets trashed, oh. it's unified. Um, wow. They even stay in here streamlined family setup. So that, that, that could be, that's another piece of this puzzle. Uh, what mm -hmm. I was talking about family sharing. So all those are, are kind of in little words here that they didn't talk about <laughs> at the June event. 
I just need to clone my family to have like a test user family is what I need. Yeah. Or, or you know, create, create a double, create a dummy, uh, dummy yeah. uh, setup. We need a doppelganger IDs. or yeah, something. Create some, create some, some, like all we all have, like a multiple I, iCloud accounts and see what happens with it. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but it looks like, I mean, just them talking about it here in, in this, this slide from back in June. Um, they they definitely have this in mind. I think it'll probably finally get announced. I don't I don't know if it'll necessarily get talked about too much during the the keynote next week, but it's uh, it's very possible that. Uh, well, what about so? But go back to iCloud again. Now I went like I just said I I went and purchased a two terabyte. Right. I have a so I subscribe to it. Well, if I change, if I'm not the organizer. That means that I'm going to have to cancel. I'm going to have to first set up. I probably have to pay twice temporarily. I'm going to have to probably set up the organizer account and subscribe to the two. And I think they, I think they're pretty good about charging you. What is the word retroactively? Right. Like, yeah. They'll, they'll let you can so cancel I don't think I'll have to pay for the full month if I do decide to do that. But I think, yeah. isn't that, yeah, isn't that you, the way you would go about it? You'd go and make the family organizer be the person who has the two terabyte. Right plan the and iCloud just and time it to I would cancel, have to add myself on time it to cancel just just before um the uh, at the beginning of the month so then mm-hmm. you have a whole month to do it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's out so there and uh many things to think about right so uh if uh, we also have this in the show notes it shows a list of all the compatible devices with iphone uh, ipad and ipod touch for uh, ios 11 as we said, mm-hmm. the oldest you can go on the iPhone is 5S. All the models above the uh, after that, no problem. And in the iPad, it looks like everything's covered. Um, in the 12.9, yeah, 9.7. My fourth gen is cut off. Yeah, but the yeah right, the Air two and the Air, and the fifth gen, which is new, uh, are the only ones that are available in the full size. So anything beyond the Air is uh, out of luck. And then uh, oh. the Mini, it has the uh, four, three, and two, which is actually surprising. Two is still still on that list the mini, ipad mini 2 and mm-hmm. then of course there's still the, the the ipod touch that continues to keep <laughs> chugging along there uh, the i si- don't know i think there will always be room gen. for an ipod touch don't you think yeah i mean i had the i had a fifth gen um that i, I was and that's really, cut off because now it's the that, sixth that's gen been cut off is, since uh, right? 10 yeah so yeah uh, mm-hmm. so actually no i think it's the cut off of nine <laughs> i think about it uh, 9.3.5 yeah it's just like the mm-hmm. iPad 2 because uh, they didn't put very powerful processors in there so, uh, so mm. I got the SE so it's it's. Uh, See, and that's something that I I mean as much as I think I'm pretty sure I'm going to go for just the, the basic iPad model yeah, no, that, you know what I played with that I iPad I think about for the future I'm going to end up with the same kind of deal where I have now where it's probably going to be the one of the first ones that gets lopped off in two or three iterations of operating systems right. from moving forward right yep because it's the processor right exactly so that's that's what's it's hard happen, to future proof so. that stuff <laughs> yeah it really is so um and then moving and talking about backups we were talking about we talked about this app before iMazing iMazing yes. mini um it's a great app and i've had the i've had the full version for quite a while but then they came out with a mini version which is free which is which is really awesome. I just installed it two nights ago. Okay, I've good. really been enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, and you were talking about one one of the big things people want to be able to do is backing up their iMessages and backing up their phone. Uh, yeah, I want to make sure that we mention that in, in this episode as we're, we're basically giving you food for thought to think about as, right. as you go into the horizon of iOS 11 and, and thinking about purchasing new devices. 
um, think about the preparation work that you need to do ahead of time. And iAmazing is one of those tools that helps you out with that kind of stuff. So right. I usually use it right around these times when it's time to upgrade to a major operating system. That's usually kind of my sort of a spring cleaning. It's just kind yeah. of a, I don't know, it's a thing that I, that I do. Um, it's like changing your clocks, except that in Arizona, we don't have to do that. <laughs> so I, I usually offload all of my iMessage messages and iAmazing has a really great tool where you can, take all of your messages and export it into a PDF. And depending on how you set it up, you know, you'll even have like different colored bubbles so you can see and it'll show their, their avatars. If you have pictures like I do, I make sure that everybody has a picture in my contacts. So you can see (laughs) each side of the, yeah, each side of the conversation. Um, And then it's searchable too, because it's a PDF format. I think, I think you can export it as text also. Mm -hmm. And then you can also export all of the, the attachments. So, you know, all those love letters that you've been texting back and forth to each other or pictures (laughs) of new babies or puppies or, you know, important screenshots and documentation. I mean, for me, it's 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 really I I use it mostly for business because I like to keep an archive of um, conversations that I've had with clients because a lot of times they'll ask me the same question over and over again because they forget. And having that iMessage log is really, really important. So I just save all of my messages and then come time. And even in between there, I don't usually wait this long to do it just one time. I usually do it multiple times throughout the year. I'll actually go through iMazing and export all of my iMessage conversations to a PDF. I'll take all of the... all the attachments, the pictures and stuff. And I kind of go through them and I sort of like, yeah, I don't need that map anymore. You know, those, those kinds of those screenshots or that picture, I I have that five other places or, you know, kind of go through and and purge what you don't need and archive the rest. So it's a really helpful tool for that. What is that how you use iAmazing or do you use it for any other? Yeah. I mean, just, just, I could do a fallout backup, which is nice. Um, I'm pretty, pretty, I'm pretty confident with the iCloud backup. So uh, mm-hmm. that's always been my primary place to back this up. But I decided lately once, once they came out with the amazing uh, mini and, and, and some of the great tools they've added to this, uh, this app uh, that uh, it's really made a huge difference uh, making a backup because it doesn't hurt to do a backup uh, beyond just iCloud, just, just, just to be safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, you always tell people you want to, to back up into iTunes, but um, and, and iTunes works, yeah. but I think this app is pretty good. And, you know, I think the, the, the full well, it does version, it wirelessly though. That's what's really cool about it. Which like is I, slick. I used yeah. it to back up my, my husband's iPhone. So this is another, I mean, there's so many reasons to use iAmazing, but Another way that I use it is so that we can live lean because we have, sure. you know, older devices that are 16 gigabytes still, you know, and so my There's husband's that. rocking the 16 gigabyte iPhone. <laughs> and so, like I said, we've had to offload stuff. And so we've used iAmazing, iAmazing to offload um, pictures and videos and things like that. Right. And it just makes it a lot easier to do that and pare it down to just the, you know, the basics of what he needs. And then because I've done that now, since they've released the iAmazing mini, now, like like I said, I've been playing with it the last couple of days. Now I get a little notification when my husband's home because I've already used it to back up his iPhone once. Now I could just click it from the menu bar and I don't even have to pester him. I don't have to be like, can I have your iPhone? <laughs> Come on, I need to do some maintenance on it. You know, I don't have to right. pester him for it. I don't have to pry it out of his hands or anything. And I can just do it wirelessly and it, and it alerts me to it. So I really like that feature. I hear you. Yeah, so it's. It's a great app. We have the link in the show notes and uh, iAmazing. Even if you get the full version, if you don't want, if you just, I mean, the mini is great. The mini version is free and that's great. 
but the full version I really like has got a lot more powerful features that you can get to. Um, you can extract stuff. Extract I mean, stuff. I've already oh, yeah. been able Voice to mails. use it for school apps and yeah, exactly. extract data out of apps that otherwise you couldn't get. So. Exactly. So I mean, I think, it's like, I think it's only like 30 bucks. It's not that expensive. Um, so it's worth it. It is really worth it. And I, like I said, I've had the amazing for a full version for quite a while. So, and it's worked really well. So, uh, definitely yeah, check full that disclosure, out. I mean, I've worked with the developers, so they've, they've given me review, uh, versions oh. over the years okay. and they're really responsive and you mm-hmm. have a question, they'll answer it. So I really recommend it. I, not just because they give it to me, but because it's, it's beautifully designed and it works really well. Well, they haven't given me anything and I've fully paid for it. So I can, <laughs> I can say go. it's great. <laughs> So, um, so with that, I think we're getting close to wrapping this sucker up, huh? It, uh, yeah, I think we've digested most of all my about. notes. And um, <laughs> one one thing I wanted to mention, as far as my personal uh, uh, going out with uh, with uh, the other podcast I mentioned earlier that we uh, that I that I'm doing for Mac Eyes Only next week. Uh, that's, uh-huh. I'm pretty excited about that. One thing I do want to uh, tell everybody, which I'm, I'm really excited about, is I'm now a permanent regular on uh, iChart Radio uh, with uh, Michael. Yes, Pott. you are. I'm super. And I listened to the that. last episode too. Oh, you did. Okay, we'll have to talk offline about it and see what you thought. Uh, but it, uh, I'm, I'm real excited. Mike was, was, was very uh, uh, kind. He, he kind of like threw me off. I, I was, he just asked me to record again. I'm like, gosh, sure, I'd be happy to. And then, just before the show, he says, uh, "Would you like to be a regular?" I'm like, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> so. <laughs> And then I also felt bad, but I, I understand too. Is I actually uh, felt I'm filling the shoes of uh, Allison Sheridan of, of the uh, Mozilla podcast. Uh, Those are some big shoes. There's some she very big shoes, shoes to fill, but uh, <laughs> she is a busy lady, so I can kind of see why that she could. You know, you, you got you gotta. There's just only so many things you can do, and she's. She, I'm always seeing her do something. So, but I'm. I'm and she's just, retired. <laughs> and she's retired from rural work, but she does lots of other work. But she's a great gal, and, and I and, and we. We love her, and we love uh, listening to her show too. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, I'm pretty excited about that, and I wanted to give a shout out to Michael Plant. I appreciate uh, you doing that. And I, I'm looking forward to the next uh, next episode. It's gonna it's gonna be fun for at least what I'm doing. But he's got these he's got a rotating uh, group of about six of us, which is actually pretty. I think that's perfect because then I don't have to do it every week. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because we do this got, every week. So lots of projects. Yeah, so. I, I hear you. And, uh, I, I also do another podcast too, great. and not just this yeah. one, but I also do Geekiest Show Ever and it's with very uh, Kevin and Elisa and Mike, and we we're gonna do that just about every other week or so when we can, and that's just it's just a fun it's Geekiest Show Ever, and we just sit around and geek out and just talk about techie stuff, and it's just a lot of fun to just sit and and hang out with your friends. Yeah. So, but uh, this this has been exciting so far, and we got quite a journey. With this podcast, and uh, we're uh, going to keep going. And uh, we, we, I know I can speak for you as well, Melissa, that uh, this is a lot of fun. I and mean, we uh, we have a lot of great things we can talk about. Uh, and we'll continue this on and uh, have some fun, huh? All right. Well, let's put a bow on it. What, what do you do say? It. All right. Thanks for listening. And we hope you're more in touch with iOS after hearing this episode. Subscribe to our podcast and your favorite podcatcher and show your friends how to look for us in iTunes. We look forward to bringing you more useful information in future episodes. I'm Melissa Davis, and you can find me online all over at The Mac Mommy. And I'm Dave Ginsberg, and I'm at uh, Twitter at DaveG65. All right, until next time, thanks for listening. Bye for now.